Welcome back to New Rockstars, I'm Eric Voss. In the Star Wars universe, we'll now have Marvel head Kevin Feige developing a future film, making even denser the already packed Star Wars timeline, with upcoming properties like The Mandalorian series on Disney+, plus Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker, plus announced series for Obi-Wan Kenobi, Cassian Andor, other projects in development. I feel like we are in desperate need of an update to the Star Wars canonical chronology. And we got it explained for you. So I'm gonna stick to the big events that are relevant to these new properties, so I may not catalog every canonical burp from Ahsoka Tano, though I'm sure her burps are awesome. Okay, the Star Wars timeline doesn't go by years the way we mark our years by revolutions of the Earth around the sun with a calendar that uses the birth of Christ as year zero, or for some of you, I'm sure a Mayan calendar where the world ended seven years ago. And of course, all the Star Wars history takes place a long time ago. So for simplicity's sake, we're applying Earth years to arguably the biggest event in the Star Wars history that we care about, the destruction of the first Death Star in the Battle of Yavin. So we're gonna use that as our Birth of Christ Year Zero. Before Zero will be BBY, before Battle of Yavin, and after Zero will be ABY, after Battle of Yavin. Okay, so we can rewind all the way back to the dawn of this fictional universe. According to Star Wars lore, it all started with a so-called wellspring of life, a force planet from which midichlorians originated. Sometime after this, ancestral beings invented hyperspace travel. The prime Jedi established the Jedi Order in the first Jedi Temple on Ach 2, and a dark faction of the Jedi broke off to eventually form the Sith, and that brings us to the age of the Old Republic, which was formed with its capital on Coruscant, and the temple on Jedha in Rogue One was built. 5,000 years before the Battle of Yavin, that great temple was built on Yavin 4, and then a thousand year war between the Jedi and the Mandalorians, the Warriors of Mandalore began. This war would eventually ravage the surface of Mandalore, force its people to live in these domed cities, but really destroy the Mandalorians, scattering them across the galaxy and leading to one of them being the star of The Mandalorian coming up on Disney+. Plus. But that's thousands of years later. But then we come upon the period of The Knights of the Old Republic. That is planned to be a trilogy of movies based on the popular game, and at least the first movie of which will be written by the Game of Thrones showrunners Benioff and Weiss. So jumping ahead later, about a thousand years before the Battle of Yavin, when the Old Republic transitions to the Republic governed by the Galactic Senate. Like the Roman Republic, and these days it seems all democratic forms of government, this Senate collapsed under the weight of corruption. Which brings us to the events of Episode 1, The Phantom Menace. You know the story here, Anakin Skywalker is discovered by the Jedi on Tatooine, there's an epic fight with Darth Maul, and the political drama between Naboo and the Trade Federation ascends Sheev Palpatine to Supreme Chancellor of the Senate, or as he was telling himself in the mirror those days, I am the Senate. So 10 years later were the events of Attack of the Clones, in which war breaks out between the Separatists of Count Dooku and the Clone Trooper Army of the Republic, which was actually a war manufactured from both sides by Palpatine and Darth Sidious. Smooth. Around this time is when the events of Star Wars The Clone Wars is set, both the movie and the series, in which Anakin and Obi-Wan are joined by Ahsoka Tano. The series is also known for resurrecting Maul. And shortly after this, construction of the Death Star begins on Geonosis, with plans for it seen in Attack of the Clones. Two years later are the events of Revenge of the Sith, when the Empire comes into form. Palpatine reveals himself to Anakin, corrupts him into Darth Vader, and gives Order 66 killing most of the Jedi, Luke and Leia are born, Padme dies, and Yoda and Obi-Wan go into exile. And then, eight years after that, will be the events of the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Now, we don't know much about what it will be about, but Obi-Wan will be on Tatooine at this time, and since Maul is active, the two might have an awesome rematch. Now, a year after these events is the setting for Solo, A Star Wars Story, which introduced Han Solo to Chewbacca and Lando Calrissian in a story that brushed them past Maul, though they didn't know it. Then, five years after that, start the events 
events of the animated series Star Wars Rebels, following Kanan Jarrus and others in their missions against the Empire. Also during this era will be the events of the Cassian Andor series, a prequel series to Rogue One, following the Diego Luna spy character for that movie. And that brings us to our year zero, starting with the events of Rogue One. Jyn Erso and Cassian Andor lead the mission to steal the Death Star schematics from Scarif, leading to a battle and a very close call with Darth Vader. This narrative flows neatly into the events of the very first Star Wars film, 1977. Again, we all know the story here. Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan, Han, Chewie, all free Leia, and use the Death Star plans to blow it up in the Battle of Yavin, the key turning point in the Galactic Civil War. So now we are in the after the Battle of Yavin years, ABY, and three years after this are the events of the Empire Strikes Back, the Battle of Hoth, Luke's training with Yoda on Dagobah, and all the drama on Cloud City with Lando and Vader that freezes Han and Carbonite. Another year passes until the events of Return of the Jedi, Han's rescue in the Battle of Endor, which leads to the deaths of Palpatine and Vader and the destruction of the second Death Star and the beginning of the end for the Empire and the formation of the New Republic. But the Empire is still not dead yet. Palpatine has posthumously ordered Operation Cinder, ordering all remnants of the Imperial Navy to basically burn everything down. This culminates in the Battle of Jakku, which marks the final defeat of the Empire. Some Imperial officers do end up escaping and they form the roots of what is known as the First Order. Now, a few years later will be the events of The Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, following Pedro Pascal's bounty hunter character and the ruins of the Empire. And it sounds like this series will shed some light on the rise of the First Order. Now, over the next few decades, the New Republic rules, but the First Order is rising, led by Snoke. Ben Solo departs from his training under Luke and joins the First Order as Kylo Ren. Also, the animated series Star Wars Resistance is beginning during this time. All this leads to the events of The Force Awakens, in which the First Order uses Starkiller Base to destroy Hosnian Prime and several other planets, but Rey, our new hero, unites with Finn, Han, Chewie, BB-8, and the Resistance, led by Leia and including Ace, Pilot, Poe Dameron, to destroy Starkiller Base and follow a star map to long lost Luke over on Ach 2. And the events of The Last Jedi take place immediately after this. By the end of it all, Luke and Snoke are dead. Add that to the pile of bodies of Han from The Force Awakens, and the Resistance is nearly wiped out. And then technically, the Disney attraction Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is set after the Battle of Crate in The Last Jedi, with the Falcon now parked at the Black Spire outpost on Batuu in the Outer Rim. And then, one year after The Last Jedi will be the events of the upcoming The Rise of Skywalker, with Kylo now running the First Order, and it seems Rey encountering the ruins of the second Death Star and somehow the return of Palpatine. Beyond that, we know The Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson is developing a trilogy of films that might be set in a future beyond, maybe following that young stable boy on Canto Bite, and Kevin Feige's Star Wars movie could be set at any point. All we really know at this point is that he has approached one big name actor to play a certain character if the deal ever went through. So which character do you think Feige's Star Wars movie will follow? Donald Glover as Lando? A live action Ahsoka Tano film? Comment down below with your thoughts Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at EAVoss and subscribe to New Rockstars for breakdowns of everything Star Wars. Thank you for joining me. And if Feige is working on an Ahsoka Tano movie, I feel like a burping contest needs to be part of the casting process. <laughs>